0: You're listening to The Debut Collective Podcast. I'm Safina.
1: And I'm Erin. We're the co-founders of The Debut Collective. We're having real conversations about what it means to be a working mom in the world today.
0: We're sharing new ideas, perspectives, and stories that matter because moms matter. And maybe, just maybe, this will make our collective journey a little bit easier and a lot more fun. On this episode, we are thrilled to have Dr. Hillary Dinning joining us on The Debut. Dr. Hillary is a naturopath with a focus on children's health, fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum. Hillary loves supporting patients in their healthy journey and, most importantly, empowering them with a knowledge of their mental, physical, and emotional health. Her degree in naturopathic medicine was the start of a journey down a second career path. What she brought with her is business experience from the financial industry, life experience and wisdom, and an understanding that laughter is one of life's best medicines. Hill has a BSc in kinesiology, her doctor of naturopathic medicine, and is currently licensed with the College of Naturopathic Doctors in Alberta and a member of the Pediatric Association of Naturopathic Physicians. This past year, she's also become the president of the Alberta Association of Naturopathic Doctors. This new role is a true reflection of Hillary's passion for spreading the knowledge of the benefits of naturopathic medicine throughout the park.
1: Welcome, Hillary, to the debut. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to focus your expertise on fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum?
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really uh, excited to be here and feel really passionate about all of these topics you just mentioned. And I think what led me actually to focus in on them in my practice is actually going through some of these pieces myself. It was early days when I started this second career. I was very newly pregnant with my first and going through it and understanding and using knowledge of my practice in my own pregnancy and then throughout postpartum really got me to understand on a very personal level, obviously, how important it is to really focus in and support all aspects of one's health throughout these different stages. And what I mean by that is everything from obviously your physical health and just as important, your mental and emotional health. I think that it's such an incredibly interesting time and I feel actually coming out of it on the other side. So my oldest is seven now. My youngest is three and a half. There's so much that naturopathic medicine can do for all the levels that we're talking about in this time in life, meaning fertility to pregnancy, as well as postpartum.
1: It's interesting because each of those parts are so different with their own unique challenges, but all woven together at the same time. It needs to be treated holistically all together, but with a specific focus on each stage of the journey. For example, what you're dealing with in pregnancy is completely different than postpartum on so many levels. I'm wondering if you could speak to that a little bit, what your patients come to you for. Is
2: it physical? It's people coming for physical health. It's like, what are the right things I need to eat? What are the right supplements? And then it's only after we start, because the n- intake's 90 minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's only after where it's, how are you feeling? H- how are things going? What's your mood? How are you feeling about being pregnant? Whether it be a miscarriage prior to, or whether it be troubles getting pregnant or or not, or a surprise pregnancy, right? So mm-hmm. once we dig into that, then it's, oh, right. And then the focus starts every single uh Visit afterwards, then it's like, okay, yeah. And I just want to check in about how are you feeling and what's going on.
0: So it's almost like that comes secondary to your patients' minds.
2: Yes. And it's like
0: they're just kind of
2: discovering, like, oh, wait a second, like I was all physical. How do I support my body, body, body? Uh, How do I support my baby now? And then it's, well, wait a second, I'm like really not doing well mentally. Just
0: depleted.
2: Yeah. So, a big important piece to it all is to actually just bring awareness from the very beginning of, okay, yes, I'm listening to you. I'm hearing you. I will help you through the pregnancy physically. However, also, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. And bringing awareness to that right away, like you guys are doing
1: as well. Do you see what I'm saying? It's so important. It's Mm -hmm. so important.
0: We don't really recognize as women how it could be easier. There's a narrative that it's so hard, and that we just have to go through it. Mm -hmm. But there is also an opportunity to bring ease. Everyone's experience is totally unique. and individual, there's lessons to be learned and, you know, support to be had along the way, if we can just integrate it.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I just think you've said it so well, because that's exactly what I'm speaking about to the early stages of pregnancy, where it's like, okay, yes, let's make sure you're not eating this, make sure you're eating this, make sure you're taking this supplement. And, you know, it's interesting, because I've swung from this, like, you know, these are the things you should be eating. These are the things you should not be eating very strict on supplements, etc, etc. And then and then I started working more with fertility patients. And I was like, This is not where we should be focusing. It's way too stressful. They're already doing all of that themselves. So then I swung to the other side of, okay, you know, let's not focus in on that whatsoever in terms of physical health. And then right now, what I've done is actually kind of swung back into the middle where, yeah, it's actually really important what we're eating. It's really important, these supplements, because it's been shown that we really need these additional vitamins, nutrients, et cetera, supplemented. However, all of that does really affect the mental, emotional piece as well. Then the next piece I go to is really, just like we said before, focusing in on, okay, and actually, how are you feeling? What's going on? And one thing that I will add is, you know, I've just spoke early pregnancy and the transitions that I see through pregnancy With respect to hormonal changes and how that affects the physical body, how that affects the emotions that come up in pregnancy are quite strong. And awareness around this is so key because then we can say, okay, wait a second, this emotion is coming up. And whether it be very hormonal based, meaning, okay, this feels kind of out of control or outside of my body or outside of my realm, then we can talk about it. Another thing that often comes up is actually different emotions that come up because pregnancy has occurred. So any sort of trauma or past life events, whether it be small traumas or big traumas come up quite often in pregnancy too, and we'll address those things. And we've mentioned this already, except when we address those things in pregnancy, what we do see is to have these not come up postpartum when you're actually then dealing with a lot of ungrounding moments because you've got this human being that you're taking care of, that you're keeping alive, that you're figuring all of the physical pieces out to. It's like all of that then extra sort of big emotions don't always then come along afterwards too. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, they don't need to be layered on. Like, let's deal with those so you can do your best when you, you haven't slept in two days. Yes, <laughs> yes. You're already at the end of your rope.
2: Yes, exactly. And in that postpartum piece and time, that's where all the physical, like you just said, Safina, like not sleeping, hormonal changes, just going the way they do after we have a baby, the physical piece to it, recovering, like the the actual physical vaginal C-section birth, recovering from that. So all of that's going on. Mm -hmm. And to be able to have the energy as much as you can to deal with all of that is so key. And then to keep addressing all of the emotions that come forward through what's going on in in the postpartum or the early days of it.
0: So key. Absolutely. So as a busy mom yourself, what advice do you give new moms as they're making the transition back to work following their mat leave? Some people take six months. Others are taking two years. So it's an extended period of time away from work. That transition looks different for everyone. What kind of advice do you give to mums when they're returning oh, to work?
2: Yes. And you know what? I think the, that this is such another big transition time, right? You're going from this identity as whether it be a new mom or when I say new mums, it actually relates to, you know, whether you're on your first babe or your, your, you know, fifth babe, it's like, okay, I've gone into this time and space of really developing who I am as a mother, we tend to, and what I see a lot of, is just give and give and give and give. And then at some point along the way, it's okay, yes, it's either I want to go back to work or I have to go back to work or I can't wait to go back to work or I really need to go back to work and I don't, I don't really want to. However, that piece is then bringing self back into the picture, as opposed to just giving out so much. And so I actually really appreciate this time because it's like, how do we take the time to fill ourselves up or to even address how am I feeling in this situation? Because then we can actually support from a physical standpoint because it's energy that it takes to be uh, a mom or at home. Versus energy it takes to be your working self are two very different energies. So when I say, what can we do to fill you up from a physical standpoint or emotional, mental standpoint, be like, while you make this transition, it's because there's like just a lot of depletion. And I say this to patients all the time. It's a depletion in the most incredible, lovely, and amazing way. You're a mom. So when I say depletion, I don't want that to be negative. However... We really want to fill up and then it's navigating how we then a feel getting back into the swing of things of using your energy and your brain and everything very differently 2 let's really navigate how we can minimize stress during the transition. This is everything from like right down to the schedule that you create with managing. How do I leave? Who am I leaving with this, this baby with? What does that look like to then, you know, heading to work? So what, what I'm talking about is like literally on a day-to-day basis and how do we support and, and understand, okay, you know, how do we make this, like I said, less stressful as possible? And the last thing is getting into work and saying, okay. I had this position before I left. Now I'm back into this position. And how do I want to show up? And it takes a bit of time to get your feet back and the wheels going, et cetera, et cetera. Except it's also, where do I want to go with this? And this is part of who I am. And yeah, like I said, how do I want to show up? So I know you ask, what is my advice? However, I think More so, it's very different for each person that's going through all of that transition, yet those are the areas that I really feel important to address.
0: And maybe it's about asking those questions in those different areas and help making sure that you have those points covered off.
2: Totally. Exactly. I think that's really key.
1: Yeah, I love that you said that because so much time is spent developing who you are pre-baby. You create this career, you're known as this person, and then... You're known as mom and you're so in it for so long. And then when you return back to work, you have to go inward a bit. And like, how do I marry these two identities together? Yeah. And it can be difficult to articulate to anyone, really, even your partner, in a sense. It takes some self-reflection and some some inward time to be able to really articulate that to your employer, to everyone around you, how that shift has occurred and what you need from that go forward totally. to be successful.
2: Yes. I so agree with that, Erin. And I think it's so important because I'm just thinking about a couple of different things. Let's say you're like really excited about work. Like you're just like, I really love my job. And you still are holding space for actually maybe, maybe mourning the loss of being at home. Right? It's like, I really love my baby. And I really, I enjoyed most of that time, some of that time, whatever, you know, let's say that that's the case. You have to hold space for that and hold space for the fact that, oh, I I really love my job and I'm really excited about this. So to understand that yourself and then to be able to communicate it to others around you and how do you need support in that holding each of those is really, I mean, it's quite the puzzle.
0: (laughs) Essentially, they're in conflict, right? Yeah. If you don't address it, it's carrying an inner conflict as you go into this new situation, which whether you you have been working before, you're going back to work, it's totally new because you're going back with this whole other piece, as Mm Erin said. Mm -hmm.
1: Which can lead to burnout and lead to other things. If you're firing on all cylinders to try to be all things to everybody, that's not a recipe for success either.
2: Yeah. And actually, you know what, Erin? I think burnout is such a good topic uh, to address. And that actually, you know, when I talk about the support physically uh repleting the system when we go through the transition from postpartum to back to work, one big part of that is to really make sure that we don't get to that place of burnout, and we can actually we can actually talk about burnout in every single portion, whether it be pregnancy, whether it be early days postpartum or what we're just speaking about right now, yet. I think that that's where the burnout then leads you to being extremely ungrounded and whatever then shows up, right? Whether it be the anxiety piece, whether it be the depression overwhelmed piece, those are the, the springboard into burnout. Not the only one, yet a big one.
0: Hillary, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners?
2: Yes. I have so many thoughts right now, whirling in my brain about each of these stages. What I would say is that I would love to encourage patients to be present. If we are able to work together through pregnancy, through postpartum, through transition back to work, if we're able to really just get into our bodies and out of the whirling and twirling mind race that, that is so common, I feel like, in our society. We then allow ourselves to not run into big roadblocks like we're just talking about and to let everyone know that there are so many modalities that we can use to support the body and the mental-emotional component each step of the way. And if we can really sink into it, it be it actually becomes a, a really incredible ride, and and the highs and the lows, through pregnancy, through postpartum, through transition back
0: to work. So yeah, that's the the big message. And lots of opportunity to take care of ourselves. In, that really resonates. Well, thank you, Dr. Hillary Dinning. That was amazing, so illuminating on so many fronts. I really like to thank you for being with us today.
2: Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoy talking about the topic, and I really enjoy talking to you, ladies.
0: If you want to connect with Hillary Denning, she can be reached at drhillarydenning.com, and that's d r h i l l a r y d i n n i n g. Thank you so much, Hillary.